Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely blessed day today, as always, and thank you again for getting the truth and real news out there and supporting the show and our website, healthmasters.com, for any of your health and supplement needs. And I wanted to give everybody a heads up. I told you guys last week and coming into this week, I knew there's going to be some substantial price hits that we're going to be hitting, getting hit with at the office when it comes to food buckets and meat buckets. The meat buckets will be going up in price tomorrow. Uh, We're trying to do incremental pricing. We're going to eat a huge portion of the actual price increase on this batch that's coming in, and then there's going to be another price increase on the meat buckets after that. So we're going to kind of take it in two sections for everyone so people can still actively get any of the 15-year shelf life meat buckets if they need it. But again, this is something that everybody has to understand isn't going to slow down when it comes to this rapid inflationary rate. As weird as it is, as we're watching the dollar actually value increase, as we're watching them short the markets with gold and platinum and silver, as they're basically dumping huge portions of their Bitcoin and Ethereum coin on the market, as the inflationary rate is 10% on the U.S. dollar, it somehow is continuing to go up in value. As, as bizarre as this is, bizarre world we're in, this is what happens when you allow the bankers to control the monetary system. They can go up, down, all around, any direction they want. Because always remember with the stock market, the stock market does not yield any type of actual money. It does not produce anything. It's trades. Somebody's always a winner and somebody's always a loser. This is part of the game with the market. That's why I've told everybody for years, there's always risk when getting into the market. Certain things go up, certain things go down. The problem is when you have massive company and equity firms like BlackRock that holds $10 trillion in assets, if they are holding, say, 30, 40, 50, 60% of a certain company, which in some cases they do, and they decide they want to short it, And they go ahead and they dump 30, 40% of their holdings, and all of a sudden the market value goes to the floor. Then everybody panic sells, and it goes to the floor further. Then more people fear and panic sell, and they drop it even further, and the last few people are left holding the bag. And then all of a sudden BlackRock comes in, and they buy up much, much, much more than they ever had before because now they're buying the shares for pennies on the dollar. This is how they go in and buy up and control corporations all across the globe, and this is what you have to understand when you're watching this happen. No reason to panic, no reason to fear, just understand what they are doing and have a hedge for it. This is why it's so important. I've told people this for years. Make sure you're diverse as far as in your different positions. I'm not giving you financial advice. You do whatever you feel is best. But again, as we're watching these things happen all across the country, people have to remember that this is not new. This isn't something that just happened overnight. This is something they've done repeatedly, the banker boys have. Also, too, in other news, I want to thank everybody for all the support. Got a lot of messages on uh, ST Brower. Sharon runs that Instagram account for everybody. We went to Mount Leconte yesterday, hiked with the kids, went up to Allen Cave Bluff. Really, really good time. That's why we took the day off the show. It was a great day just to go out and hang out and have a day off with the kids and really enjoy it as they're growing up fast. So thank you for all those messages everybody sent us. We appreciate the support. 
Also, too, in other news, this is something that's very interesting as well. They're now saying that what they're referring to is now Dieselgeddon. Now, this may be coinciding with the reason why GM and Ford have been shorting their market with diesel trucks and not bringing many trucks to market, almost as if they knew what was about to happen. Diesel is run through pretty much everything where it comes to construction equipment, to transport trucks, to semi-trucks, to work trucks, to basically farming equipment, to backhoes, I mean tractors. The vast majority of equipment runs on diesel. So the easiest way to control the market is to basically dry up the supply of diesel, which is what we're seeing and they're referring to as diesel geddon. They're saying that basically the supply of diesel fuel is plummeting in the United States. Now, guys, this is not accidental at all. (laughs) This is not by just random happenstance. They've intentionally been doing this because if most people understand petroleum byproduct production, gasoline, when they actually go in and refine gasoline, diesel is the early byproduct of that. It's really unrefined is what it is. So the fact that you're seeing a no issue with gasoline. Some places gas is down to 370, 380, 399 a gallon of it here in the United States. You're seeing diesel prices hit over six and seven dollars a gallon in certain areas. We're literally talking double the price of gasoline. This is unfathomable when it comes to a logistic standpoint and to a realistic standpoint on fuel production. It doesn't happen this way. It can't. They're intentionally driving the supply of diesel down, making sure They can come in now and start talking about their green energy and how it's so important because, hey, we need to make sure we have electric trains and electric planes and electric automobiles because that's going to save the future when everybody understands what actually happens when you try to put those things into existence on a large scale. They simply do not function with the infrastructure that we currently have. So, again, very interesting things to watch. And as we're seeing that now, I just saw an article earlier from Breitbart. President Joe Biden, the bumbling buffoon in the White House, his administration now has ceased all oil and gas leases to Alaska's Cook Inlet and the Gulf of Mexico as of Wednesday night. You can't make this up. When fuel is at an all-time high in the United States now, they've gone in and taken a step further and frozen all oil and gas leasing that were going to be available on Alaska's Cook Inlet and the Gulf of Mexico that were still basically in court fighting about this. Again, this shows you exactly what I just said. They're intentionally trying to drive the price up with the supply down and make sure that there's virtually none available. And at the same time, we're now hearing, I saw this earlier too on Breitbart, the whistleblower from the FBI shows that the FBI investigated concerned parents under A.G. Barrett Garland's counterterrorism directive when parents were going to the school boards and arguing and basically fighting tooth to nail, same thing we did, for their children to be able to live free, breathe free, not be completely and totally pushed into this transgender perversion ideology. What's interesting about this, October 2021, Merrick Garland issued a memorandum that expressed concern about the disturbing spike in harassment and intimidation of school administration. They said threats against public services are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values, Garland wrote at the time. To combat the problem, Garland announced a 30-day plan that would have the FBI working with U.S. attorneys across the country to discuss strategies for addressing the threats against the school boards. The memorandum arrived less than a week after the leader of the National School Board Association wrote to Bumbling Buffoon Biden, claiming that many public school officials are facing physical threats. 
In the months that followed, Representative Jim Jordan, Representative Mike Johnson conducted an investigation into Garland's directive and involvement with the FBI's full-blown investigation. They went and found that the FBI had labeled dozens of investigations on parents with a threat tag created by the agency's counterterrorism division to assess and track investigations related to school boards. What's interesting about this, the case include investigations into parents upset about mask mandates and basically anything that did not go along with the narrative. The whistleblower claimed the FBI opened investigations with a threat tag all over the country. One example cited the whistleblower showed was an investigation centered on a mom flagged by the National Threat Operations Center snitch line, which was described as a right-wing member of the Moms for Liberty. The investigation sparked after she told the local school board, we are coming for you. The FBI later determined that the mother was no threat and that her speech was protected on the First Amendment because it was simply talking about the peaceful transition of power to the school board elections. Another investigation centered on a dad who fit the profile of an insurrectionist with a full investigation in him about going against the government because he owned lots of guns, later to find out that he was simply nothing than a law, nothing more than a law-abiding citizen and there were no legitimate investigation needed. This, my friends, is what happens when you start having an out-of-control FBI agency. These alphabet agencies are not here to protect anyone. They are there to do the bidding of the communist government. You have to understand that. They're not your friends. None of these guys are. I personally don't think there are very many good people left in the FBI, especially the ATF. They're right up there with probably the most corrupt organization we've seen in history. I mean, they just come in and arbitrarily come and say, oh, but guess what? We know we approve this. We know we said it's legal, but now we're calling it a machine gun because we decided we're going to call it a machine gun now, even though we don't even have the legal binding laws to be able to do this. We already have statutes that this part follows. We're now going to call it a machine gun, and we just do it because we want to. This is what happens when you have an out-of-control government, and this is why it's so important to get the truth and stand up for what you truly believe in. Because as we're seeing this continually happen, it's not going to get better, my friends, especially if people continue to act like peasants like they did in 2020 and follow around, put their mask on, hang their head down, stand six feet apart. That was all one giant beta test to see how well they could get people to comply and fall in line and follow orders. And quite frankly, they did a really good job at it. As you see, majority of Americans still in some cases following this line. And one other thing I want to bring up, and I'm going to hand over Dad here in a second. I'm getting a lot of emails. I'm seeing a lot of comments. Breitbart brought it up again as well about this homemade baby formula that's been being talked about on the market because there is a massive shortage of baby formula. I've talked about that in detail now. And there's some people that are coming out saying to give baby babies cow's milk. That is absolutely not recommended under any circumstances whatsoever. Way before this crisis ever occurred, mom wrote a book, Train Up Your Children the Way They Should Eat. And basically, it's still I think we still may have a few copies on the website, but we put together a formula in there, one that I have personally used if a mom has issues breastfeeding, and it involves using organic goat's milk and also cod liver oil and a few other key nutrients in it. Super easy to make. I personally have used it with my kids when Lana was working as far as trying to do the breastfeeding the best she could. This is not something that's new. This is something we've talked about all the way back from the 80s and 90s, and it works very, very effectively. 
and I'll make sure we get with uh, my tech guys today and we'll get this stuff posted on the website because this is something that shouldn't be going on. But on the other hand, too, you got to remember a lot of this baby form they have on the market, the first ingredient on it is corn syrup solids. This isn't healthy stuff that you're talking about here. But again, this is all about starving out the masses because remember, the easiest way to get a parent to comply is to starve out their children. Well, quite frankly, it's easy, and I've said this and Ted has said this for over a decade. If you want to get people to turn in their guns, you want to get people to comply, all you have to do is starve them out and say, hey, guess what? We have a FEMA shelter here. We have food. We have water. We have a bed. We have supplies. All you have to do is turn in your weapons because there's no reason to have them in here because you're safe. We'll hand them back to you whenever you're ready to leave, and we'll come in, and you can come in, and you can stay here for as long as you like, and we'll take care of you. 100% the easiest, most effective way, as we've seen in history, to control a populace is through food, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now. So do not be fretting about the baby formula. The organic goat's milk formula is the easiest way to go, and we have used it repeatedly. And I just want to give everybody encouragement on that because this whole nonsense talking about giving infants cow's milk, oh, my gosh, Dad, this is horrible. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right. You know, and that Sharon – put this together years and years ago because she had problems as far as breastfeeding when you know when we had our kids and and, and we raised the last three kids you know pretty much exclusively on you know goat's milk and you have to add a little vitamin e to it you have to put a few b vitamins you got to put some cod liver oil in it. it's a very simple formula and we recommend the you know the the uh, basically the raw certified goat's milk and now if you need to find goat's milk locally and you can't find it in your grocery store you can always go to your farm and garden store and find out who buys goat's feed that's what we did Go ask them who sells goats. You know who's using goats feed, and then, you, and you, they'll usually give you the name. And, and and sure enough, a lot of the times these guys are milking the goats and selling the goats milk. It's excellent. But again, I'm going to say this as a disclaimer: before you put your child on any type of program or formula or whatever, even with health masters or whatever you're talking about with goats milk, always check with your pediatrician first. Now they're going to tell you not to do it, but <laughs> I'm going to let you know what's going to happen. But you need to check with them first because I got to give you a disclaimer on that. But we raise the kids very well. It's called orphans milk. In other words, if if a, if a, if a child if a, if a mammal loses its mother and is still in breastfeeding stage, pretty much all mammals can live pretty healthily just on goat's milk and you have to fortify it with a few different nutrients and it really does work by the way i have a friend of mine who's a pilot i have multiple friends who are pilots and there was an incident on tuesday and i, I didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday but i want to i want to mention this very clearly there was a plane basically a cesta caravan it's a single engine aircraft holds about 12 people it was coming out of the bahamas and the pilot ended up going unconscious this is actually this actually happened and there was a passenger on the plane who jumped up and grabbed the headset off the pilot and talked to the uh, air traffic control, and they talked him through an emergency landing. Now, the pilot has suffered the medical emergency. Now, this happened at Palm Beach International Airport on Tuesday. It's a very interesting audio clip that you guys can listen to because the, op- the, the pilot did not know how to run the Garmin 1000 navigation system on the plane, which is very complicated, by the way, big old huge screen. Uh, he basically was told to call in on a telephone, and they had a telephone. They called him. They called the guy up, and they walked him through on how to land the aircraft. Now, I will say this. I don't know what kind of experience this guy had as far as landing planes. They said he was not a pilot. He was inexperienced. I don't know. But for him to have done that, if he was not experienced, and he'd land a big single-engine Cessna like that, is a miracle. I'm just going to say that to start with because it really, really would have had to have been a miracle. Now, I have a friend of mine also who's a FFA flight examiner, which means he works for the FFA, 
uh, FAA in order to make sure that people are qualified to fly planes. And, you know, he, he always, he says the original, the, the, the initial pilot qualification testing, twin engine testing, turbine testing. Uh, he does all of it. You know, very, very brilliant guy. I've known the guy for, uh, gosh, close to 55 years. And he told me yesterday when I said, I sent this link to him. He said, that he says a good friend of his was the pilot. He says he's going to be okay. However, he had a large tear in his aorta, which caused him to pass out. And they had him in surgery for over 10 hours to repair his aorta. One of his passengers, a non-pilot, flew and landed the airplane. They were coming back from the Bahamas yesterday. That's an actual miracle. And he goes, I was just with the pilot two days ago, and he works at a seaplane base also, and he was feeling okay. He goes, I actually taught him how to fly. So, so I'm directly involved in this now, the one step away of the pilot, et cetera, et cetera. Now, here's what's interesting about this. A lot of these aorta issues can be caused by the vaccines, which basically have the nanoparticles in them and the spike proteins in them that actually lacerate the inside of the artery and inside of the aorta, which cause these things to separate. And, and so I sent this to, to my, my buddy, the pilot, and I asked him, I said, did he have all three of the vaccines and the boosters? And he goes, yes, he did. And I said, wow. And I said, the same thing happened to my sister's husband after the shots. He also had a, an aortic dissection is what it's called. And quite frankly, the pilot is actually blessed to be alive. Honestly, he's just 10 hours of surgery. That's one of those things that is usually going to kill you. And my sister's husband. When he felt the issue, he felt something was going on. He immediately went to the hospital, and they had to do surgery on him, too. Again, you put graphene hydroxide, like running little razor blades, inside of your arteries, inside of your blood flow. Uh, you're going to have problems as far as where this stuff is attacking and hitting the inside of the endothelial layer of the blood vessel. Because it's supposed to be really, really smooth in there. If it's cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting, you know, spike proteins are like little sand spurs. They're very sharp. And then hydroxy, you know, the, the graphene hydroxide is even worse. It's like razor blades. This thing's systemic. It's just, it's just systematic. This whole thing, by basically vaccinating billions of people with triple and quadruple shots, it has really deteriorated the health and the cardiovascular integrity of a big portion of the planet. I mean, there are literally billions of people have been injected with this trash now. You know, right now in Germany, they said there's over 500,000 Germans who are severely ill after they've taken the shots. And, that, and that's just one of those numbers. We don't know how many people here in the United States are also severely ill. I told you guys two years ago, a year and a half ago, when they started doing these shots, they're going to use COVID. They're saying now it's coming back out of California. They're about to start having lockdowns out there again, they say. that They're going to be using COVID to cover up the deaths associated with the kill shot. I've told you that for over a year now. I'm saying it again. You're going to have all kinds of people dying of heart attacks. You have, you know, arterial disease and cancer, and they're going to give it another cause of death. Oh, he had a heart attack, whatever. So just be very, very careful. And I, I want to commend you guys. I know the majority of our listeners have had absolutely no vaccines, and I think that's astounding. I think it's wonderful because, you know, when we do this and we stand against government tyranny like this, it takes a special breed of person to do that, to say, no, I'm not going to do this, and I want to commend you. Now, those of you who basically have been forced to take a shot or you're going to lose your livelihood and your job, which is insane. They tried to run that through OSHA and these major corporations. You know, I'm going to continue to pray for you guys. I'm just going to believe, God, that you're going to have a miracle. But make sure you continue to take your N-acetylcysteine, your vitamin E, your vitamin C, your D3, your K2, your potassium iodine, and keep your cardiovascular system really, really strong. Take coenzyme Q10. Very, very important that you do this because you've got to mitigate it. Because remember, a lot of these shots were placebos. 
they weren't real. They didn't have any graphene hydroxide in them. They didn't have any, you know, you know, spike proteins in them. They were just, they were fake. They were, they were placebos. So I'm going to believe the majority of you guys got a placebo and that's why you're okay and you're healthy and because you're taking your supplements. You guys, listen to me. The more of these boosters they give you, the less and less placebos they're going to give. That's just going to be a fact. And they're going to have more and more people succumbing to this. Jeff French told me the other night he believes the numbers are way higher than they're giving us as far as death rates in the United States right now. And I tend to agree with Jeff. You know, it was really, it's kind of nice yesterday. I was walking on the, the trail, you know, going, on, going up to uh, Allen K. Bluff. It's like halfway to Mount LeConte. It's, it's a pretty arduous trail. I mean, if you're not in pretty decent shape, I wouldn't even suggest it. But, you know, we were walking up and we were talking to people on the way up and we met some people from Croatia up there. We met some people from Peru up there. I mean, all these people from all over the world taking this hike. And then I met some other folks and one of the guys was a pastor and his wife and we started talking about what was really going on in the world. And we exchanged phone numbers and I sent him some links to the show from yesterday. And what's interesting about this is I was very comforted to see that the vast majority of the people that I actually stopped and talked to did not vote for President Biden. They did not. They were not Democrats. They did not want to have anything to do with the current administration. But this morning, I was just having breakfast at the hotel, and some guy walks by you know, with a plate full of eggs and says, well, I realize things have gotten bad in the United States, but we just have to realize this is the way it is, and we need to learn how to love it and embrace it. And I thought, and I almost said something. I was down there by myself. I thought, no, I'm not going to get into a big argument with some guy at the hotel this morning. I've done that, enough of that in my life. And I thought to myself, how sad is it that we're going to just accept it and embrace it? Because remember, guys, these people – they practice these 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 ancient Canaanite religions of these black magic, they call them arts, in which they have to tell you what they're going to do to you in advance. It's lesser magic, they call it. And they're always letting you know what they're going to do. And when they tell you what they're going to do through this lesser magic, that means that if you don't say anything about it, you've given them permission to do whatever they want to do to you. That's part of this cosmic chess match we're all, chess match we're all involved in. So always remember that. Never say okay. Just say, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that's not okay with me. No, I'm not going to comply. And just be that guy. Be that woman. Just say, no, I'm not going to do that. How about no? How about no, I'm not going to ever go back to wearing a mask again. And how about no on your stupid boosters? How about no? You know, it's bad enough they spray us with chemtrails like we're a bunch of bugs. That's that's horrible enough. Can't do anything about that. But we don't have to comply and let them inject us and force us to do things. It's very, very important that we understand all of that because if we don't, we're going to continue just to fall into this this pit of this, how should I say, New World Order garbage that they're putting through. You, By the way, Naomi Judd, and, and I, I, don't get me wrong, my, my deepest condolences to the family here, my deepest condolences, condolences but, you know, but her daughter – is an unbelievably hardcore leftist. I mean, this, you know, I mean, Ashley Judd is a hard, I mean, she was speaking at the Biden rallies and these Democratic rallies. She's a weirdo, okay? Now, if she was pretty when she was younger, she ain't pretty anymore. But here's the thing. She finally admitted that her mom, you know, <laughs> Ashley Judd, you know, she, she choked up and she revealed her mother, Naomi, used a firearm to kill herself last month after battling mental illness. At the age of 76. Now, here's the irony of that. And I know this is probably inappropriate for me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyhow because I've had enough of these people getting up on the platform and saying all kinds of crazy stuff and forcing us to listen to them and the media continuing to, how should I say, promote their agenda. These people were hardcore, basically, democratic, socialist leftists. Why did they own a gun? Why? I'm asking you that question. Why did she own a gun in her house? 
And you guys, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, think about it for a second. She has a gun laying around. She obviously knew how to use it. She shot herself with it, which is horrible, horrible way to die. But the reality is she had a gun in her house. But yet you're not supposed to have a gun. Blah, blah, blah. Guns kill people. Well, they do kill people if you turn it on yourself. They sure do that. But there was something else going on in that whole agenda with her. Now let me ask you another question. Let's step away from the judge for a minute. Let's talk about Hollywood in general. You know, I saw some crazy stuff with that insane Amber Heard saying insane things about Johnny Depp. We guys have probably all seen the video. You know, I'm not even going to go into what she said. But let me say something to you, and this is very, very succinct. When people get to that level where Johnny Depp is in Hollywood, he's an alcoholic. I mean, he pretty much admits to that. You know, what has he seen that's so bad that he has to drink to try to cover up those memories? I'm asking you that question. Same thing. Anybody who would date Amber Heard's got to be nuts to start with, much less, you know, marry her. Good grief. And basically anybody who wants to date Johnny Depp, you know, as alcoholic as he is, and much less marry him, they're going to be pretty crazy too. So this whole group of weirdos they put in front of us, they're just a bunch of weirdos. And so they don't want us to stop and look at what's happening in the real world and see all these things they're doing to us, you know, including why hasn't anybody asked why Naomi Judd had a firearm in her home? And if she was suffering from mental illness, let me ask you another question. Why didn't her family make sure they removed all firearms from the house? Thought I mentioned that too. So all of these things are things that nobody else wants to talk about and pretty, pretty much no other shows want to go into because of this, you know, just the ramifications of it. By the way, the DOJ now, the Department of Justice, they have, they're dealing a blow to bear Monsanto. They have urged the Supreme Court to reject the appeal of the Roundup cancer verdict. In other words, the Solicitor General on Tuesday dealt a blow to Monsanto, advising the U.S. Supreme Court that it should not deny the company's request for review of key Roundup cancer trial loss. Guys, listen to me. Monsanto knew of over 20 different types of cancers that were caused by Roundup, which is glyphosate which is the herbicide they use to kill pretty much everything that's green. And they spray it now on crops, and we eat it. In other words, every wheat crop and pretty much every corn crop is glyphosate, Monsanto, Roundup resistant, and they spray it to make it dry up before harvest. And what that allows us to do then is to basically harvest it with the combines and get a higher crop yield per acre. You get more bushels per acre. makes increases increases the value of the field and the crop. The problem is that corn, and that wheat then is contaminated with glyphosate, which destroys the gut. And what ends up happening is that we have all these people eating all of these bread products that are soaked in glyphosate, and they're having problems with their gut. And they're not digesting their foods properly. They're having leaky gut syndrome. They're having gluten intolerance. All of these things. Roundup needs to completely come off the market. And the fact that the Supreme Court, I hope they don't hear it, uh, and they start fining Baron Monsanto. And the thing I don't understand you know, also talked about this the other day. We had a couple thousand people last year. They said they had problems with vitamins as far as whatever. They had adverse reactions to vitamins. I don't believe that, by the way. I don't believe it was a couple of thousand. I believe a few people may have had upset stomachs. They took too much vitamin C, straight ascorbic acid on their stomach, and they ended up going to the doctor or whatever, and they recorded that as an incident. But I've never seen anybody have a problem with vitamin supplementation, not once, not since 40 years, not one time have I ever seen it. Now, But I will say, if you get a lot of chemical vitamins that can irritate your gut, from let's say Walmart, that can mess you up too. And so now you go to the emergency clinic or you go to your doctor and they get reported as an adverse reaction because you took a bunch of garbage that was loaded with all kinds of paraffin and shellac and artificial dyes and colors. Well, that could do it too. So don't believe all of these things. But yet here we have literally millions of people been affected adversely now by glyphosate, hundreds of millions if you look at the gut issues associated with it, but yet it's still on the market.
It's still on the stinking market. Why is that? Because it's a great eugenics, pro- eugenics protocol, isn't it? If it destroys the gut and it destroys assimilation of nutrients, then it can also destroy your health, which is exactly what it does. Over 20, and this is from Monsanto's own research. I did the show on this years ago. I still got the article at home. Over 20 different types of cancers and lymphomas were directly a result of getting exposed to glyphosate. But yet, it's okay, right? We all get to eat it still. It's very frustrating because, you know, we go on the road and we're eating in restaurants like we have to when we're on the road. You know, I get frustrated because I think to myself, why am I eating this stuff? I can't believe I have to eat food that I don't know what's in it. Be very careful. And when you're at home and you can control it, make sure you stay away from hormones. And if you got to avoid bread because it's going to have glyphosate in it, avoid it. I've got a good friend of mine right now. He's got a lot of gut issues. And because of the gut issues, having mental issues, he's having anxiety and all kinds of other problems. We got him on the black seed oil the other day. We got him on some 5-HTP, had almost immediate results. And that's because that, that, that black seed oil helped to heal things almost immediately and help heal that gut. And, and so that's the thing that you've got to realize is a lot of these things and a lot of these mental issues that people are having are directly related to their diet. And it's also directly related to hypoglycemia. I can tell you this, Austin and I both, if our blood sugar gets really, really low, we get grumpy. So we have to eat food, like eat protein, keep our blood sugar stabilized. Be very careful with your diet and try to eat consistently because if you do that, you'll be a whole lot healthier in the long run and make it a whole lot better for you and your health and all of your family's health. Austin, what do you think, buddy, and what's your next story? 100% accurate about that, especially when it comes to the diet. I've seen so many times people that have an issue with blood sugar, have an issue with, you know, basically something of those lines, and all of a sudden it's now a mental disorder. Oh, he's, he's got bipolar disorder because he's, he gets grumpy sometimes or she gets upset sometimes. Well, have you looked at their diet? Have you looked at their breakfast? Are they eating hash browns with ketchup with a, you know, chocolate milk or orange juice first thing in the morning? That's, that's their breakfast? Well, yeah, you're going to have a massive, massive sugar spike, and then you're going to have a massive insulin dump. You're going to get tired and moody and sad and be all blue because your blood sugar is through the floor and you feel horrible. And then what happens is people do that all day long. So they end up on this yo-yo effect, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, all day long. That's why if you're having issues with blood sugar, one of the most effective things you can do is change your diet. We talk about this in detail on the website and numerous articles go on there for free. And then also throwing in the cinnamon extract formula. Great, great product that helps out with overall blood sugar stability. And one more thing I want to touch base on that Tad, Dad just talked about a second ago, and I want to bring this up because I've been getting emails and multiple people have sent me the same thing he brought up. I've said this already last couple months that I didn't think COVID was just going to go away as far as the entire topic and bringing it up. I think they needed to change the story right now. They needed to change gears and change the narrative. Hence why they jumped over to Ukraine and other issues because they have other things they're working on behind the scenes. Too much money was brought in for the COVID pandemic, all the way from the track and tracing apps and all the other algorithms and strategies that they put together. Remember, I even talked about it last week, showing that the CDC paid millions of dollars now to track what over 20 30 million people during the pandemic to see where they went what they did if they social distance which by the way guys how do you determine if somebody social distances you track their phones you track how far their phones are apart you see all the way down to the feet of how close they are around people yeah that technology they were doing that to over 20 million people they monitored now what you're going to start seeing, this is just my theory, but a lot of other people are talking about the same thing. 
we've seen more and more propaganda coming out now. There's some Canadian scientist that now basically has put out some ridiculous article out of the University of Toronto basically talking about how now the only reason that fully vaccinated people are getting sick and catching COVID is because all of us unwashed masses, i.e. the clean bloods, the non-injected with COVID RNA shots, us are causing it. We're now, again, the super spreaders that are asymptomatically spreading COVID to everybody that's had their third and fourth booster because, well, you know, it's science. You just have to understand that's what it is. It's science. Even though there's absolutely zero scientific literature to back this theory whatsoever, what they did was they tried to twist, distort, and obviously, like they do, manipulate everything. And now what I personally think is going to happen is in the fall, exactly what Dad said, the more and more people start getting sick, the more you start seeing people come down with more pericarditis, with more health problems, they're going to start saying it. Because as we've seen now, a large percentage of the people that are getting the shot are constantly showing up positive for COVID. Now, whether or not they actually have it or they contracted the true virus or it's because their body is basically shedding constant spike proteins. Because remember, when you take that shot, it signals your body to start producing spike proteins. You turn into a spike protein manufacturing facility. That is documented facts and evidence from the research that they released from Pfizer. Now you have Pfizer coming out saying everybody needs to get their fourth booster shot. That's what I personally think is going to happen in the fall. I think they're going to try to use the massive amount of deaths and health problems that are happening and continue to say it's COVID. And then they're going to say the only reason this is happening is because the bad, bad, unvaccinated masses are not getting their shot and they're the super spreaders. That's where I think they're going with this guy. So be prepared. It's interesting that you don't see not one single doctor. Not one single mainstream media outlet, or I should say mainstream doctor or mainstream media outlet come out and talk about the health benefits of microdosing vitamin C all day. You know, 500 to 1,000 milligrams with each meal, you know, five to six times a day, going in and making sure your D3 levels are extremely healthy range. You know, a lot of times there's, I'm talking to people now that are staying really healthy, you know, with their blood levels around seven, eight hundred, or excuse me, 70 to 80 as far as with D3. It's interesting because I talked to our buddy Mike that lives up here in North Carolina. Great guy. Helps us on the farm all the time. Super cool dude. And uh, really knowledgeable on a lot of stuff up there. And I asked him. He was talking about he went to the VA, and he said the VA won't even check him for D3 when he goes and gets his annual blood work. They won't even check him for it. You guys, you got military veterans that are dealing with all types of health issues from either what they were exposed to, shots they had, dealing with PTSD, trying to fight through that. And you're not even checking their D3 levels when you go to do their annual blood work? Are you joking me right now? When we know D3 is also massively related to overall mood and mental health, D3 is connected with that as well. D3 has a host of different health benefits. And it's so important you're getting high-quality D3 with K2 in order to maintain that. But yet again, like I said, mainstream media won't even bring up a snippet of that they just have their scribes and squires write down what they're told to write down it reminds me of the medieval times where you read about it they have the, the scribes and the squires and everything they would write down anything basically the king said and they'd go out front and they'd read it off to the peasants they were just they were told what to write down there was no independent thinking there was no journalism they just wrote whatever the king declared this is pretty much what we've gone back to now it's a modern-day medieval platform. 
you have the administration along with the CIA and the black ops that they're running all the time with the deep state. And they're going in now and they pretty much tell all the mainstream outlets and the journalists exactly what to say. There is no deep research. There is no critical thinking. There is no true journalism anymore. As sad as that is, that has pretty much left the United States now. True journalism has gone. It's only what they tell everybody to do. And that's why when we started the show years ago and so many other good alternative media platforms like Doug Hagman have also been doing it because we knew there was no other option. There had to be somebody out there actually talking about the truth because the mainstream media obviously won't do it. When you start realizing and you find out that 70% of the revenue budget and their marketing budget for Fox News comes from the pharmaceutical industrial complex, it kind of makes you realize and understand why Fox News won't talk about anything that's going on with Monsanto or Bayer, and they won't talk about anything that's really happening with Pfizer, what's really happening with the shot. You may have a snippet occasionally of Tucker Carlson will come on with something to basically try to balance it out and make it seem that Fox is, you know, right wing and it's the other side of the story when it's not. Fox News is exactly what they want it to be. It's a little bit of basically a little bit of disagreeing with CNN, designed to keep the left-right narrative going. You bounce back and forth. Well, Fox News said this. They didn't agree with this. CNN said this. And you get that conflict, that back-and-forth conflict, while at the same time, nobody's wanting to discuss why in the world we're watching children and athletes all across the country go into the hospital, some of them dropping dead, and all across the world with pericarditis. My friends, this is unheard of in young children especially in young children. Pericarditis is not a joke. When you start seeing these events popping up in healthy six, seven, eight-year-old children for no reason whatsoever after they got the shot, this should be sounding the alarming bells off on every single research agency across the globe. I saw an article earlier here now that's coming out of Australia, and it's saying during a 17-day period, now that the Pfizer shot is available in Australia for ages 5 to 11, in a 17-day period in March 2022, they looked at two boys aged 6 and 9 and a 9-year-old girl died almost immediately within a few days after being injected with the Pfizer injection. There's also now reporting from the TGA in Australia at least 1,200 Serious adverse reports coming from the COVID injection from children ages 5 to 11 up until April 10th now. Now, what's interesting about this, I looked at what they're talking about with the myocarditis and the pericarditis in this age group. Almost 30 reports of serious myocarditis has been reported in just 1,200 kids. Guys, do you understand the numbers with this? Myocarditis isn't something that just goes away. Large percentage of people that get myocarditis die shortly there in the future, like five, six years, I think it is. The death rate is like 50%. Pericarditis is, is not as violent, but it's still something you have to watch the rest of your life because you're now deemed a cardiac patient. These kids are five, six, seven years old, 
And they're going to be constantly now run through the rigors of the pharmaceutical and medical industrial complex, constantly being put on cardiac medication, constantly having to go to the doctor and do tests for pretty much the rest of their life if their parents choose that they want to go through this. Now, in most cases, if you get pericarditis, there's a lot of stuff you can take once you recover, including CoQ10 and vitamin E and the HGH stimulate and magnesium brain food and continually keep your circulatory and your cardiovascular system really strong. Absolutely. But most parents, are they going to do that with these kids? No. And I've looked at the cases. They have, they have like 1,200 on this website of going through it all here. Nine-year-old female, cardiac arrest after Pfizer shot. This report had an outcome of death. 11-year-old female, chest pain, electrocardiogram abnormalities, pericarditis. Six-year-old male, tachycardia, pericarditis, tremors. I mean, and guys, this list goes on. I can't, I, I, I can't even read all of it. It would take me an hour and a half on the show to do this. I'm not going to do that. But what I'm trying to convey to you guys, and I'm trying to be very succinct here, this is a all-out war with this shot, and they're not going to let it loose. They spent billions of dollars rolling this shot out to market. They're not going to stop. They're going to keep pressing it. They're going to keep pushing it. They're going to keep telling you you're basically a neo-Nazi racist skinhead grandma killer if you don't get this shot. <laughs> you know I'm right. It's, it's, it's what they do. As soon as you don't believe and you don't parrot what they say, they immediately attack you. This is what they've done now with their keywords. I talked about that in detail last week, beginning of this week, where they build these little little rocks to cross a bridge, different keywords, different trigger elements, and they get the mentally incapable individuals that don't know how to use critical research, critical thinking, to just step on those stones back and forth to cross the river. So if any time something occurs, all they have is a word. All they have is a trigger comment to basically go in. Oh, well, what's going on with these shots? You hear about all these adults that are coming down with pericarditis and, you know, health issues. Oh, no, you, you're just you're an anti-vax or science denier. You don't know what's really going on. This is what they've trained people to do. And until we can get a large percentage of the country to really wake up, which I think we're going in a positive direction right now, as Dad said, the more people we see and we talk to, the more people I'm starting to hear wake up and really start to stay, no, we're not going to do this. I may have made this mistake in the past. And as I said before, and I will continue to reiterate this, under no circumstances in a free America and a constitutional republic can we ever allow the populace to do what they did in 2020 and get on their knees and beg for mercy and put a mask on and ask the government to protect them against the virus that a 99.997% survival rate. If we do that, there will probably be no coming back from this ever again because they will realize at that point the populace is so weak, so controlled, so sheepish, they will listen to anything we say even if it's a full-blown lie. That's the government's take on that. And so, again, my friends, continue to get the truth out there. Continue to stand firm, stand strong. Continue to encourage other people and continue to stand up for what you know is right. What do you think, Dan? Well, I, I guess, you know, a lot of people could be called neo-Nazi racist skills. <laughs> whatever, that, whatever that little thing you said was. I mean, it's sad, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Because, again, this is why I talk to you guys about stuff that no one else talks about. I talk to you about who did this, how the Kabbalists did this, how the people who basically worshipped, you know, Sigmund Freud and Bernays and all the rest of these guys 100 years, 150 years ago, how these were the guys that taught these advertisers and this government that we now is out of control how to enslave the masses through basically propaganda. And when I was in civics class, I remember back in eighth grade, I had a guy named Mr. Edwards. 
a pretty cool dude, but he could really swing a paddle. I tell you, we used to get spanked by him all the time. And I remember what was interesting about him. He taught us about propaganda and slanted information, and it was really a good class. But they don't even really offer those classes anymore because they don't want to try to expose what these people are doing. You know, now CNN came out yesterday and said that all these textbooks that were basically banned by Florida because they were basically t- teaching critical race theory, that these textbooks now, there was nothing wrong with any of them. They couldn't find any evidence of critical race theory. Remember, remember what they did? You know, Joe, Joe Smo is, you know, is, is, you know, a white guy and he's got a, you know, a low income and, and he basically is married to somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. And, and so we're going to have, he buys his house for a hundred thousand dollars and then he have, he has a payment of this, this, and this. You have to calculate the math. Okay. Or they'll say, you know, you know, this black lady was basically this, you know, in this, in this housing project because she was being basically not given slave reparations. She couldn't pay her, her housing fees and her housing costs. They start off these, these word problems like this and they, and they constantly reinforce negative narratives and stereotypes. I can't stand it. And that's why DeSantis said no more. We're not going to do that. Look at Mother's Day 2022. This is an article from Breitbart, and I thought it was pretty good. It said the real reproductive rights battle isn't abortion. It's about how to have and how to raise your children. It's about how to have and how to raise your children. The United States Secretary General Antonio Guterres, through a spokesperson, declared reproductive rights the paramount struggle of humanity this week. He is right, but it's not in any recognizable form to him or his organization. Support for abortion around the world is slowly diminishing. Even so, in practice, the world is far more hostile to the idea of having a baby than killing it. From near lack, total lack of prenatal care in parts of Africa and South America to Japan's infamous maternity harassment, from China forcibly fitting tens of thousands of women with IUDs to American celebrities and mega corporations promising women everything from an executive title to Golden Globe statue if they reject their internal desire for motherhood. The Secretary of the General has long believed that sexual and reproductive health and rights are the foundation for the lives of choice, empowerment, and equality for the women of the world and girls. Wow. Women should always have the right to choose when it comes to their bodies and their health. Wait a minute. Didn't you force these same women to wear masks? Didn't you force these same women to take kill shots? Didn't you force these same women to social distance? Didn't you force these same women to basically quit their jobs? Did you? Wait, why do these people talk from both sides of their mouth all the time? Women should always have the right to choose when it comes to their bodies and their health. Pedros Adamos Gahibras, the head of the UN's World Health Organization, proclaimed on Friday, restricting access to abortion does not reduce the number of procedures. It drives women and girls towards unsafe ones, access to safe abortion lives. Say Access to safe abortion saves lives. No, it doesn't. It kills more babies. Here's the thing. I'm going to just be real kind of direct here. How about you don't get pregnant? How about your partner wears a condom? How about that? How about, and I don't like birth control pills, how about you go on the pill? How about if you don't want to have any children ever for the rest of your life, how about you get your tubes tied? How about if you're a guy and you don't have any more children, you'll get a vasectomy, which I don't recommend either, but go do that if you're you're not worried about your health and all the other things. How about you go do these simple procedures and not have children that you're going to abort. How about we do that? How about we teach proper contraception in third world countries so these people aren't having children by the dozens? How about we do that? But the problem is we don't want to do that, do we? 
going to continue to support abortion because the Kabbalists want the abortion to feed the demonic entities on the other side of the veil. Listen to yesterday's show. I'll talk about that a little bit. It's really important that we understand that. This has nothing to do with women's rights. It's about controlling the eugenics protocols in the world and feeding entities with the little children that have been aborted from the energy release when they're killed. This is some horrible stuff that we're talking about right now, but that's what this whole thing's about. And if we understand that, then it starts to make more sense to everybody. And Austin said something a minute ago, you know, you know, Fox News, you know, there's 2,000 mules videos come out talking about the election from two years ago that basically was complete and total fraudulent. Now, the, the, this video is pretty accurate, but we all already knew that this was basically a giant election steal. We already knew that. That's not even an issue. But Fox News has refused to report on this video, refused, refused to even talk about it, as has Newsmax, refused to talk about it. Why? Because both these organizations, as Austin said, are part of the narrative. They're Kabbalist controlled. They're not going to let information go out that they don't think that people need to hear because it doesn't follow their mainstream narrative. It's really important we understand that. Tucker Carlson, same thing with the red string around his wrist. He's probably a Kabbalist also. I mean, the sad part about this is, is that people don't want to see the truth. They don't want to see what's really, really going on because if they see the world for what it really is, they're going to understand that we're being controlled. And then you get these guys. Oh, my gosh. I read one of these books this morning. It wasn't a book. It was like a 40-page article on eschatology and basically dispensationalism, all based out of the Schofield Bible. And this guy claims to be this international expert who talks to God, has these dialogues with God, and God's always asking him for favors. I can't even make this stuff up. All right? And, and some, one of my good friends who's very smart said, you need to read this guy. He's really, really on point. So I started reading him, and then I realized this guy's a kook. He's a kook. He's an absolute kook. He said, the world, United States is going to end by 2018. He, starts, he made all these prophecies 10, 15 years ago. None of them came true that I could see. And, you know, and the sad part about it is, is that is this guy another COINTEL pro guy? Probably. Is he another guy being paid by the CIA? Probably. Is he another guy who basically is you know, being told what to put in the print and told what to put online? Probably. Because when these guys get involved with the CIA through Operation Mockingbird, they're given large amounts of money. And they really, at that point, begin to do whatever they're told to do by their handlers. And once we understand that, then we start to understand why we have so much blowback from all of this stuff all of the time when we start telling the truth about these people. Because, guys, listen to me. I remember years ago I got attacked, many years ago, by a couple of clowns because I was telling the truth. But they didn't like a word that I used, so they went nuts over the word, and they didn't think any about the content that I was using. But well, then you come to find out that some of these guys seem to be COINTEL Pro too. And you know, and, and you start seeing these people that show up and they they're like a flashing star, like a meteorite going through the sky. They're here today and they're gone tomorrow. And suddenly there's they're this bright star that came out of nowhere and suddenly they're gone just as fast. These people have not built a stable base or a stable Belief structure in most cases. They're told what to say, they do what they're told, and they're put in front of everybody and promoted. Be very careful who you listen to. By the way, the inflation crisis is, you know, people are really facing real food inflation for the first time in a generation. Uh, yesterday I went to a place up here and it called, it's called Ingalls. And we, they had one, one type of organic butter. It was a pound of organic butter. Because, you know, organic butter, if you don't do anything else as far as food quality, make sure you use organic butter because you don't want all the hormones in it from the dairy and from the injections these cows are being given with bovine growth hormone. And what ended up happening is 
it was $10 a pound for a pound of butter. It was on sale for like $9.70. I about had a flipped a brick. I said, this is insane. But then on the other side, there were some really good organic eggs that were on sale for half price, like $2 a dozen. And I thought to myself, wow, what a weird world it is now. We're paying $10 for a pound of butter. It's ludicrous. Now, luckily, we use very, very little butter. So it's not going to affect our lifestyle. But the point is, you know, think about restaurants. If they're really putting a lot of the butter out there and they're trying to use organic butter, it's going to be very, very expensive for them to do that. And they're going to start compromising the quality control and the types of products that they use. Always remember, guys, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. He's the author. He's the finisher. And he's the perfecter of our faith. Yesterday, when I stopped that couple, that pastor, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the trail, he had two nails that were in the shape of a cross on his shirt. And I figured they must have been Christians or he wouldn't have been doing that. And then I asked him, I said, have you been vaccinated? He goes, absolutely not. And I looked at his wife and I said, have you been vaccinated? She goes, no. And then she goes, and they, then they said, they made a comment about they also carry guns. <laughs> and like, I talked to four or five people yesterday on the trail in the North, the National Park. And like, they all had concealed weapons permits and they were all carrying guns on the trail. Guys, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing that the the fathers of our country did by giving us a Second Amendment right, that we can protect ourselves. But, guys, the best protection you're ever going to have, station angels around yourself. Plead the blood of Jesus over yourself every single day. Really important. Put a hedge of thorns around yourself every single day and continue to ask God to direct and guide everything that you do every day of your life. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I'm going to let Austin finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And one thing I want to reference back to real quick is, Dad talks about this a lot, and I want to make sure everybody fully understands it. When he says the term COINTELPRO, that is referring to the counterintelligence program that the FBI started doing back in the 60s. And it was designed to specifically take undercover FBI agents and infiltrate them into different groups, whether it be the Ku Klux Klan, whether it be the Black Panthers, whether it be individuals that basically the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, whether it be parents that want to not have their children exposed to transgender ideologies any group you can think of this program started long long ago and it has not stopped people go well that was just something the fbi did back in the 60s give me a break the cia and the fbi were directly involved in this and it's old school technology it's very very simplistic when you understand what it's about and quite frankly it was done way before the CIA and FBI ever got a hold of it. They just documented it much more meticulously and went in very detailed like and made sure they documented it and figured out how to make it much more effective. They simply take individuals, whether they're agents, whether they're people that basically are confidential informants, whether people that they have dirt on, whether it's people they find that want to make more money, and they go in and they say, hey, listen, we need you to go in with this group. We need you to talk about this. We're going to give you this platform. You're going to suddenly have two million followers. You're going to get all the algorithms pointed towards you on every platform, including YouTube. We're not going to take you down. Don't worry about anything, and this is the script that you're going to say. You're going to talk about how bad the government is, how much they don't care about us, how much they go in and constantly are stealing money through the banks, how they go in and basically are lying to us. And you're going to tell them a lot of stuff that they already know and that is actually factual. And then you're going to have about 20 to 30 percent of everything you say is going to be 100 percent scripted from us. And it's going to be designed to shove their direction and their focus and their thoughts into another direction so we can form 
and build the, the basically the ideas that we want them to think about and so we can drive them in the wrong direction and then when they start parroting when they start talking when they start repeating what you're saying then we can come in and use what they're saying and say these guys are domestic extremists these guys are rhetoric none of this stuff they're repeating now is factual everything they've said is a lie here's the document showing everything they just said is a complete and total lie and then all of a sudden the patriots that followed along with some of these clowns go, oh, wow, we just got had. We just got sold as a sweet duck down the river, and we got busted talking real fake news because it's what the CIA and FBI gave the guy that we're following to say. Always understand and do research and backgrounds on who some of these people are when they start coming up with all these crazy allegations and making these comments about, this is going to happen right now. We know this is going to happen. This, this is the secret information that I got. Nobody else has. I, you, you can't verify it. You can't document it, but I have it, and you don't. So you just have to believe me what I say. That's why I got 2 million views on it yesterday on YouTube because it's real. It's what's happening. Well, why in the world is YouTube taking simply us down and thousands of other alternative media hosts when they even bring up something as simple as saying masks are documented not being safe and healthy for children to use and they do not prevent the spread of COVID, which has been grossly documented? Oh, you can't say that. That's fake news. We're pulling down your entire video from the school board that is already up on a different angle from the school board. But because you recorded it and you cut out this section of it of just y'all talking, we're spreading it as list. We're listing it as misinformation, fake news. It is not allowed on YouTube. That's when you know you're talking about stuff they don't want you bringing up. That's when you know you're hitting a nerve. Find out who and what. You're not allowed to talk about, and you'll find out very, very quickly who's running the show. So thank you again, my friends, for the continued support. Be sure to check out the product of the week that won the HGH Stimulate. Brand new batch. Just got it in a couple weeks ago. Has the real, real small powdered quercetin in it. Mixes up great. Excellent formula. Great for blood pressure. Helps out with muscle stamina as well in the gym. I use it every single day when I exercise and work out. Really good for blood pressure as well. Just continue to get the truth out there. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. Thank you for the support. Continue to get the truth out there. And if you guys need anything, you know where to call us. 1-800-726-1834. Stay stocked up, my friends. Stay ready. Stay strong. And if you need anything, let us know. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>